Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio, freshly very sad after a depressing week three of football, at least for me. With me, as always, is off-brand paper towels that don't soak up anything, Sam Grezis. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I my, my paper towel brand of choice is Viva because they're pretty much just like uh, dish rags. They're great, especially if you own cast iron. Hot tips from Intentional Sounding. We have another guest on this week, and thank you for coming back to the podcast for the third time. Former editor of KSK, uh, Christmas Ape. Hey, hey, uh, my team got runned over by the once wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Sorry it's about just, that, bud. Yeah. Eh, I'm taking it. I mean, it's their first loss of the season. I'm taking it in stride, and... I, I feel they were they were really getting uh, the Steelers were getting really uh, overrated uh, after the first two wins. I had a lot of people being like, "Oh, power rankings, they're number one, right?" And I'm like, "No, they're they're not better than they're the Patriots." And now now it's decisively. So. Mm -hmm. I think we all had a depressing week of football. Yep, all of yep. our teams lost, all kind of in depressing fashion too. Just like last week, we're going to do pretty much the same thing. We're going to recap all the games, and then we're going to do predictions, and we'll just hit any topics that come up when we start. So we might as well just get right into this and get to the uh, Thursday game. And me and Sam, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we didn't get off to a very good start on our predictions. No. And this is going to be a trend throughout the entire recap. Yep, yep. But we both thought Houston was going to win this, but they did not. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Clearly, Bill O'Brien hasn't been sleeping in his office before games quite long enough. I think it was just this week. He's he he needs to move in there permanently and only ever sleep in his office. And that's that's really unless, until he does that, the Texans can never really take the next step. I think we I think both me and Sam kind of forgot to take into account that Belichick almost seems to take those moments where he's the underdog as a personal challenge, and. The Patriots always seem to do better when they're in that position because they're actually trying harder than normal. Like also, Belichick is a. Also, the Texans never seem to win, never seem to beat not only the Patriots, but like big primetime games. That's true. Yeah, the Texans kind of melt down in primetime. Like they had that big. Um, there was that one where they had like the Letterman jackets a few years ago and they went up to New England and got pants too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Let's see. The Patriots, they were underdogs. I don't think anyone expected much of biscuits they didn't bi jacoby brissett as we say i call them biscuits but they didn't ask a whole lot of them the texans didn't game plan for it at all which is hysterical and i i was really stunned with just how bad brock seems to be he seems like he can only make like he was making like some good sideline throws to like hopkins he throws like one or two routes really well and everything else is bad i mean hopkins is a really good receiver but he had a few like really good pinpoint throws on those sideline passes, and that was it. That was pretty much it. I I like Osweiler, but at the same time, I can't tell if he's going to be good or if he's going to stay at the same level of crap that he currently is because he didn't play a whole lot last year. And obviously, he's, he's almost sort of a rookie at this point. Well, I think like you look at like Prescott and like Wentz and they, those guys are like pretty much good out of the gate. And I think that's kind of hurt like what your expectations for Osweiler can be. I think the other thing hurting Osweiler is his massive contract that he didn't earn. It's, it's just more pressure on him. Sure. I, I noticed one thing when I was watching the game, he'd seem to like 
indicate whenever he was going to snap the ball. Did you? Did either of you guys notice that his I hand did. He, kind yeah, of he went kind of like, down? He that, yeah, he has that weird like pre-snap. I put my ha- I open up my hand from a like it goes from like a fist to like an open hand and like yeah he pushes it down. It's a really mm-hmm. weird like pre-snap movement. But I, it's kind of sad when I don't study like strategy or anything like that, and I could tell when he was going to snap the ball immediately. And I you have to imagine defenders cue in on that. Right. Yeah, he's got to fix that. He looked pretty terrible. I still remember. I think it was third down when they were in desperation territory, and he threw a no gain, like immediate dump off pass. Mm-hmm. Like, why on do you third, do that on third? <laughs> on, yeah, I think the wor- I think the worst takeaway from that game is that people now seem sold that Josh McDaniels seem- needs to get a head coaching job again. I was kind of surprised he didn't get picked up in the off season. Because they were talking about that last year, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm surprised that a team isn't dumb enough to do that. But, like, I'm <laughs> not happy that it didn't happen. Yeah. I, I mean, like, if anything, like, that should be... Like, the Texans are just loaded with former Patriots, like, coaches and players. Just let this be a lesson to teams. Like, it's not a good idea. It's not a good plan. We don't... Yeah. You don't want the, the Belichick rejects. Yeah. I mean, yeah, McDaniels is probably going to get another job after this season. Uh, I, I mean, maybe he'll go to Jacksonville or some shit. I think so. I think some teams oh, did sort it. of like kick the tires on him. I think because I, I think I remember maybe it wasn't this year, but it was the year before. Like Cleveland reached out to him, and he was just like, no. Which mm-hmm. I, I guess I can't blame. I can't blame McDaniels for that. It's not that nobody's interested. I think he's also somewhat selective, and he's in a good situation. I can just yeah. I have. I'm under Belichick. Most of the time I have Tom Brady. I can just stay here and be, like, considered good, even though this is the only place I've been good. Yep. Yeah. I, I wouldn't leave. He's he's in a totally yeah. cushy job right now, and he's going to be until Brady's done. And honestly, yep. he's, pr- he's probably lined up to, like, assume Belichick's role whenever, like, Belichick wants to leave. Which may, like, That's true. They may just keep him on because he may think he's the heir apparent. Right. right. I mean, I heard, I saw a report this week that like someone was saying Belichick wants to coach into like his seventies or something. Which <laughs> I'm not I, surprised. Sure. I mean, Shula Shula hung around a long ass time. I feel like I forgot what time what age he was. I he think was they hard. showed the graphic of how many wins Belichick had compared to like all the all time coaches, and Shula has still like a hundred more wins because he was coaching for so, so long. long. Right. It's insane. But I think the last thing we can sort of tie it take away from this game biscuits got hurt mm-hmm. so maybe we people are still talking about getting edelman, edelman as a qb a next week but it's probably not going to happen i wouldn't I be think, surprised uh, if he garofalo is coming snaps. back yeah i want him to i want this in my life i want edelman at qb just even for just some trick plays i, I see that's what i th- i'm i'm expecting i'm expecting like one or two weirdo uh gadget plays but i'm expecting uh janine garofalo to be under center Absolutely, i i want I want Edelman to drop a couple TDs on Rex Ryan. Uh, I like as much as I want the Patriots to lose. I kind of really want to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't wasn't Rex like making fun of Belichick during his press conference yesterday? I saw he did like an imitation. He did some like mumbling imitation of him, which is a great idea. You definitely, <laughs> you definitely want to provoke Bill Belichick. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's always yeah. worked out well for Rex. <laughs> yeah, that that's never never gone never well for him scene. at yep. all. But yeah. it's entertaining for us, so we might as well move on to Rex Ryan himself. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo surprised us all. We, me and Sam were wrong again. We yep. both, I think, picked this as like our locks. But Buffalo yeah. thirty-three, Arizona eighteen. That was surprising. Yeah, I think this is this is more. 
that Buffalo isn't maybe as terrible as we thought, then then it's panic time in Arizona. I, no, it just, I mean, it just shows that Greg Roman was clearly the entire problem in Buffalo. And <laughs> <laughs> Every, yeah, everything's fixed. Everything is fixed now. They're ready to dominate. They, they cut out the true cancer there. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's over. Arizona, I, I think the only thing we can really take, maybe it was Arizona doing the whole West Coast to East Coast time zone jet lag thing that sometimes mm-hmm. happens, but Arizona looked bad. They, 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 they could not tackle LaShawn McCoy. It seemed like LaShawn McCoy could just run around at will. Yeah. And Palmer reverted back to bad Palmer. I think I think that the Cardinals will really kind of live and die by, by the kind of game Carson Palmer has. Because at the end of the day, I, I mean... When when you play as poorly as Carson Palmer does, and we're gonna we're gonna get into how many interceptions were thrown overall mm-hmm. on that Sunday, uh, yeah. but you know you can only ask your defense to do so much, right? Even even if it's one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, against the Bills, it shouldn't be too bad, but I guess Roman really was the problem. Yeah, who's the new offensive coordinator for the Bills? I didn't see who they promoted. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it was yeah, it was someone on the staff. I mean, obviously they promoted. Um, hold on a sec. It is Anthony Lynn. Okay. Well, there's a name I yeah, I'm not I know completely. pretty much as much as I did before. Yeah, he was their running backs coach. Uh, uh, well, that might explain why too. McCoy had a good week. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Both Buffalo. We all we all sort of counted Buffalo for dead, mm-hmm. and they live to fight another week. Now they're sort of in a, like a zombie like state until New England like trounces them. Yep. <laughs> Yep, walking the Walking Dead. Not if Rex has anything to mumble about it. <laughs> There's no. I mean, can we we can we can spoil this pick, right? There's no way the pa- uh, the Patriots lose that. But game. see, that's what I would have said last. That's what we said last week. I mean, I agree with you. I don't <laughs> think the Bills are going to win, but I have no confidence in my own abilities to pick a game oh, anymore. That's okay. That's fair. This week pretty much proved that's that fair. I have no ability to pick a game and that it's a good thing that I don't gamble any money on yeah. these games. I would yeah. say if the game were in Buffalo, I would I would think that there's a chance for an upset, but in Gillette, I'm not, I'm no. not really feeling it. No. Yeah, that's true. If it's in Gillette, there's there's no chance. But we yeah. can we can definitely get to that. I do want to say just real quick, last last thing on Arizona. It's I, I do just want to make the point that when your quarterback throws four interceptions, no matter how good your defense is, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. That's that's it. I just don't think it's panic mode yet. I don't. Did he throw four? I thought four. he only threw three. He, he threw four picks and didn't and didn't. Well, have to a be fair, and we'll get into this um, when we get to the Jets game. Yep. But <laughs> so at least one of those t- picks, maybe two of them, were in. They were in desperation mode at the end, and I hold those against the team a little less. Okay. Because when you when you're at that point, when you're down so many points and you're just trying to make things happen, and you can't get out of that funk bad things happen. So I don't I don't know if we can totally say that like oh this was a four interception uh, day for Palmer enough. when at fair least enough. one of those interceptions for sure was just him in complete desperation heave mode at the end of the game when they had no chance. Well, also sure. Arizona apparently has like the worst long snapper in the league now. Well they they had a, they had one who a guy a long-time guy who retired after the end of last season but like through three weeks uh this season like he messed up that game winner against the Patriots in week 1. It was a bad snap. And on Sunday, he had um, Cardinals were down. I think it was like third quarter, twenty-three to seven, and they were attempting a field goal. Would have got him within two scores, or at least, I mean, you know, not sixteen points, two scores. 
mm-hmm. um, and he just launched it over over the, the the holder's head, and the Bills returned it for a touchdown to basically pull away. Had they made that, it would have been like twenty three to ten. It was still relatively early in the third. You know, that's still like the game's still kind of within reach there. So I mean, that's yeah. that's a that's a huge swing. I mean, obviously, like that's not the been the main problem with him, but he's 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 basically like cost them big time in like two of their three, in like their both of their losses now. Right. He's like, the I, Greg Roman of the Cardinals. They yeah. just have to get. <laughs> they happen. just get rid of that. Yeah, they just get rid of the rookie <laughs> long snapper, and they're fine now. <laughs> So let's move on to Minnesota, Carolina, because this was... Sam seemed to think this was a lock last week. I I, I thought Minnesota did. had a chance, but I didn't have the balls to pick them. But Minnesota's defense is legit. It's for real. It's for it real. It is very much for real, and it could probably be the best defense in the NFL. They just completely stifled Carolina. It was eight sacks. Mm-hmm. They picked uh, Cam off, I think it was three times maybe four times they picked them off a lot the panthers just could not get anything going whatsoever minnesota is a legitimate team that we need to look out for at least until the playoffs when they'll inevitably melt down because that's what the vikings do well that's why that's why you got to root for that eagles vikings nfc championship game (laughs) (laughs) sam bradford versus the team revenge game and i mean honestly that that seems fairly uh possible right now yeah, they're playing. They're playing in a few weeks. Vikings and Eagles. I think they have like week seven matchup. That's gonna be that fun. ought to be interesting. Yeah, that's gonna I, be super fun. Sam Bradford, obviously, I I don't think he's never he's never as bad as the jokes were, but it's always it's he's not playing great in Minnesota. Minnesota's biggest yeah. problem right now is they don't really have much of an offense. They they mm-hmm. stifled the hell out of the Panthers, but if that had been a shootout, Minnesota probably would have lost. Hey, I it's, mean, it, it got it got Denver a championship last year. It did. It's true. So we we simply can't discount it. But Minnesota's Minnesota needs to get an offense. I think they might be okay. Bradford, the more weeks Bradford has in the system, the more comfortable he'll be, as long as he stays healthy. Stays healthy as long as everyone else it. stays healthy, that's yeah. a big problem since yeah. they lost AP. Well, but they don't. They didn't seem to need AP. The loss of AP didn't really hurt them that much. I guess not. And the Panthers are a good defense as well. Yeah. So maybe. Bradford will be fine when they go up against I don't know the Giants next week, so <laughs> that's that's going to be bad. We'll get to that too. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if uh, you know if Laquan Treadwell ever kind of uh, comes into his own as as that uh, receiver that a lot of people, a lot of you know fantasy fans thought he would be because he's been completely silent so far. He hasn't really done much of any. One thing I would note, this is not really about Minnesota or Carolina, really, but one thing I keep seeing every week when Cam scores a touchdown and hands the ball to the group of kids in the Mm -hmm. stands, I keep wondering when it's finally going to erupt in a fight between the kids. Uh, Like an actual, like, fist fight? Just, like, a real scramble, because we always see a small cluster of, like, six, five or six children clearly just running... The parents just like let them sit in the front, and they all just run yeah. to wherever Cam's gonna have the ball. And I'm yep. just waiting for the the moment some kid is really unhappy that he didn't get the ball, and he just starts mm-hmm. wrestling, and it, it starts getting a fight, and there's crying and tears. And I really kind of hope that happens because I'm a jerk. You know, I bet it already did. I bet it already did, but it happened. And we didn't see it after, on camera. Yeah, I, I I doubt they did that in the stands because no one wants to get kicked out of the game, even if you're a kid. You know that. But I bet after the game, like, the, it, there, there's some, like, 
stealing slash like tackling in the parking lot bills fans esque parking lot fights i just want to see it happen in the stands like a very yeah. visible like squabble between two or three five-year-olds six-year-olds in the stands and then have someone in the media the next day say like this is cam's fault for being a bad <laughs> influence on children <laughs> Wow, that's that's very possible. Actually, it makes me very sad. Last year, it definitely would have happened. This year, yep. there seems to be a little less talk about Cam because I think everyone sort of got that out of their system yep. last season. Yeah. Also, and he's just sort of he's he has the, the like the Frank once like everyone needs to get along training now. Yeah, like yeah. Talking about politics. Yeah. So now let's move on to the game that I'm sure Sam is very excited about. Oh yes. Denver 29, Cincinnati 17. And before I let Sam talk about this, I just mm-hmm. want to introduce something that I'm going to be doing for the rest of the season. Whenever Sam <laughs> mentions a particular quarterback, I am going to insert this sound effect. Oh, wait, wait, are you are you talking about uh, uh, future future starting uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback? Who is that, Sam? Who is that, Sam? Uh, yeah, uh, future starting Super Bowl quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> good good yeah so good. yeah denver looks perfectly competent uh seems pretty good i do i do <laughs> want to say that Damian had a had a career day uh as in his short career going you know 312 yards and four touchdowns through the air he is he has earned, I think, a starting job in the NFL on really any team. Does look fine. I'm, I'm. He, he looks more than competent enough that he. I mean, he looks better than Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looks better than a whole bunch of other quarterbacks who played this week. So, I, I you know, I, I. That's that's all I really wanted to to gush about. That he he just had a great day passing it was cool to see him kind of dropping balls into coverage uh and really just kind of making those plays so one before uh the Bengals, they've mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it, do we have to worry do should we be worried about the Bengals so far because they're they're the start to this season hasn't been great for them no they I... barely squeaked by the jets they kind of got beat up by the steelers and this week, th- it, this was a game for at least three quarters, and then Denver just started pulling away. I don't, I haven't really f- paid attention. Like I haven't really watched any of the games with the Bengals yet. I can't tell if they're still good and they're just having some bad luck, or if things are just going wrong. Ape, you've watched, you at least watched the Steelers-Bengals game. What do you think? Um, yeah, just yeah, the, um, the offense really hasn't been clicking. I mean, Dalton, like, mm-hmm. usually the Bengals line has been really one of its strong suits, and it seems like, I think, maybe maybe not anymore, but I thought I, I, I saw as, like, the start of last week, he was one of the more sacked quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is definitely not where he's been before. Uh, so, uh, you know, he in general, like, Dalton's not one of the stronger, uh, one of the stronger quarterbacks in the league under... <laughs> I'm sorry, under pressure. Uh, and so if the line isn't giving him, like, the customary time, then that's going to be an issue. That's a, that's a good point. He always has had a good line. And I think after the Jets game, I think he got sacked six times or something ridiculous mm-hmm. against the Jets, which I guess is understandable against the Jets because the Jets have a really good defensive line. 
But yeah, that's Bengals need to sort of figure things out if they're going to compete for the division. They probably are really happy about the Steelers losing because it kind of keeps them within distance of them. The, at the, least Ra- for the, the Ravens are three and zero now. The Ravens are three and zero. Yeah, Ra- that's... it's a very confusing three and because I mean they've played they've played teams very close and teams that aren't especially good like it's Buffalo, Jacksonville, and uh, Cleveland, and they had to come back yeah. against Cleveland too. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. Which is a departure from. I mean, last year the Ravens were really hit by injury, but now, now they're pulling out there, and they had a really terrible record in like one score games. Uh, and yeah. Now, and now mm-hmm. they're, they're apparently that's the only way that they can win now. Is yeah. Yeah, we might as well talk about the Ravens game now. I think the Ravens are probably the weakest three and O team left in the league. They, I wouldn't disagree with that. I don't think many they they they've had to squeak by teams that by and large are not considered good. Mm-hmm. And it they don't look great. I mean, whatever they're they're three and zero, but they haven't played a team that anyone is scared of at this point. Yeah, they play they play Oakland this week. It's just probably the best team they've played yet. But still, like Oakland has like Oakland. a terrible defense. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I mean, I think the Raiders are like if things go well for them, are like a borderline wild card team. So they're not like a bad team, but yeah, there's it's this still is prob- this is absolutely the first real test the Ravens have had this season. Sure. I mean, I I would have picked Jacksonville, but Jacksonville is not good. Weren't they tested against the Browns? <laughs> I, I mean, they, just, the Browns it, forced uh, overtime. Te- and, I mean, and that's. I'm, yeah. Oh, they didn't. They didn't force over. They tested or, in the sense that they were down like twenty points. In yes, the I'm half. sorry. Yes, yeah. no, that was the Browns this week. <laughs> they were tested. Overtime. They got off to a really bad start, and then the Browns went full Browns. Yeah. Again, and honestly, as soon as in the first quarter, as soon as they blocked that kick and returned it for two points, <laughs> for the two point, I, yeah. you, you just kind of knew Cleveland was toast, and they yep. were somehow going to screw it up, and Cleveland never scored again, and. I mean, good job for the Ravens for coming back on that, but I still have very little faith that the Ravens are good at this point. I don't think – I think that Ravens fans would agree with you. I don't think they're happy with – yeah, you know, you get three wins. You're happy with 3-0, and but you're kind of – you're in that nervous situation where you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, so that's the thing. I mean, you can look at uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, if you guys are college football fans. This, this happened with them where they got completely exposed against Ole Miss – after you know a three and zero start, that a lot of people were like, "Yeah, but we looked really not great going three and zero." So it, it it'll just be a a question of when, or if the the Ravens can make adjustments before the when, uh, so that they don't get exposed that way. The other the problem thing is we should probably kind of mention the team that the Ravens beat this week, in Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably in Jacksonville because. <laughs> Things are falling apart in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. The fans have completely turned on the Gus bus, and I don't blame them whatsoever because I'm pretty sure at this point the coaching is the problem with that team. Yeah, they have they have person and they've had personnel for for a while that that is not that is not dog shit. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So so you know what if that's not the problem, what is? Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping now that they're in London this week uh, that this is this is like the situation where if they lose to the Colts, they just they just leave Gus there. They didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't didn't the uh, I think the Raiders did that last year. They uh, maybe it was two years ago. The Raiders fired, did it with Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, yeah, yeah, they yeah fired Dennis there, Allen. They were just like fuck it, let's go home. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Have a good time in London. Jacksonville had a lot of hype this off season, and they, they the AFC South is a crap division. Yep. And they looked 
this was if this if they were gonna jump up front and take the division or compete for the playoffs, this was the year to do it. And so far, they've embarrassed themselves three times. They held their own against the Packers and then fell apart at the end. They got completely destroyed by the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, I would say the Chargers loss is the only really bad one. I feel like losing yeah. to like losing to the Ravens close and the Packers close. I mean, they they didn't play great against the Ravens. They played pretty well against the Packers, but. I feel like the Chargers loss is the real I like. That's, if they had taken yeah. that one, I would still feel okay about them. But then, yeah, yep. they just got decimated. But that was a really bad loss. At some point, that, the whole thing about Gus Bradley is he always seems so positive <laughs> in everything except the win column. Yep. And I think fans have just gotten really sick of looking at him being all smiles after a loss. Like, hey, yeah, this was a good learning experience. Like, no, it's it's a good learning that you suck <laughs> as a coach. <laughs> and you were just a product of good talent in Seattle. It's, it's, it's enlightening that in a season where there was so much preseason hype for teams like Jacksonville, teams like the Raiders, and teams like the Rams, that the hype to reality of Jacksonville is what we're talking about because the other teams, the other two, the Rams and the Raiders have not lived up to the hype at all. Right. And, and the fact that we're talking about the Jaguars as, as that kind of disappointment team. So, so far where the other two have been very, very disappointing as well, really kind of tells you something about, about, what the expectations for the Jaguars were and and where this team really should actually be. So we might as well get on now for Green Bay and mm-hmm. Detroit because this was basically a game of two different halves. First half was basically Aaron Rodgers saying, screw y'all for saying I'm bad and <laughs> yeah. just dropping and just unloading. And then Mike McCarthy, I guess, I'm blaming McCarthy. He took his foot off the gas completely mm-hmm. in the second half and Detroit almost managed to come back in yep. this game 10 points in the fourth quarter this game wasn't nearly as close as the score seems to indicate at least if you look at the the box score as the game went on because it was like 31 to 7 or yep. something at the first half yep after yep. the second quarter green bay they've got some de- i guess they've got some defensive problems that they need to deal with and the coaching troubles but green bay is green bay detroit Detroit had no chance of actually beating Green Bay and Lambeau. It happened once in like the past what twenty seasons. <laughs> yeah, so something like that. It's it's Packers won that game. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about there, outside the fact that Green Bay needs to maybe keep their foot on the gas if they don't want to screw up at the end. Yep. Well, well, that, I think there's the one the one interesting thing for the Packers game is how like Green Bay is exploiting that weird like uh, that kickoff. Oh yeah, rule. the kickoff. Oh rule. yeah, that, that was, was really cool. I had no idea that clever. that was a thing. Uh, yeah, before where that it's happened. like, yeah, they, they it like initially bounced into the uh, the end zone and then like back into the field of play, but the Packer, like Ty Montgomery, recovered it like with his foot on the sideline, so it was considered out of bounds. Mm-hmm. So then it goes to like, mm-hmm. so it goes to the forty. Good, good heads up play. It's good. Hey, yeah, it seems like a very difficult thing to exploit because it requires a very precise kick from like the opposition. That's yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading. Is that special teams do coach that around the league on the off chance that a kick does kind of sail in that way? But yeah, like it seems like your te- you like the other the other kicker would have to kick it to like the exact opposite, like one of the two corners of like your end zone for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about uh Miami and Cleveland? Well, that was <sighs> that was. Oh man, my how does Cleveland keep doing this every single week? It's just. 
And it's, it's now... What makes me really mad is I talked about this last week, too, about how, you know, one of the sh- the the takeaways from their last game was Terrell Pryor is actually good. And he yep. is. He was like full on Cordell oh, Stewart in that game. He yes. He's everything. a superstar. And he. he, he ah. I mean, the good the good Cordell Stewart, too. Not yes. The yes. The good, good, good Cordell. Not the uh, one who's working at a gas station now. Yeah, he and he took some snaps under center and 35 passing yards, 25 rushing yards, and eight catches for 144 yards. He also played safety. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was that was on like a hail mary type of thing. So it was just like, oh, here's the guy yeah. with good hands. Just get out there. Yeah, I I just I, I want I want the Browns to be good because I want more Terrell Pryor. And I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think I'm going to get it. So I think that ga- the, the game should have been um, – there's an angle for Sam because there was the report that uh, there was like a fight between the coaches, the Browns coaches in the front office that the coaches had wanted to hire uh, – wanted to bring on Robbie Gould as the, the new Did receiver. They? <laughs> uh, but they, then the front, the, kind of, the front office was like, no, nah, we need Cody Parkey, who ended up like, missing like three kicks, including yep. one at the end of regulation. He was he was three yeah. for six. And... So Ro- Robbie Gould definitely would have won them that game. I, I think there's – yeah, That's true. Would've... Robbie Gould is a damn good kicker, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it sucks that the Bears true, don't have them. True anymore. Chicago guy, Robbie Gould. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was, a, that was a terrible game to watch – Miami, mm-hmm. Miami had the game kind of wrapped up, and then they basically gave it away to Cleveland, and then Cleveland missed the kick, and then Miami went down and scored. What a did but, it, did either of you actually like watch that game? Because that game was terrible. I watched I watched some of the highlights, and the highlights were fun. The high it, it, this was a fun game to watch in in bursts because I got all my you know I could I can imagine all... it was completely bad football in between those bursts. Right, it, exactly. It was exactly what you expected between these two bottom feeders. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's that's what I I watched and that was fun but I can imagine that, that watching both of these teams try and fail to prevent this game from going into overtime was just incredibly frustrating especially if you were an actual fan of either of these teams and not just someone who kind of like is excited that Terrell Pryor is good. So there's another stinker. Typical clown ball game. My team Washington oh, be- yeah. beating the Giants yeah. in Typical Giants fashion, yep. I guess. They they didn't close out the game at the end. Eli finished the game off with a really stupid interception. Washington, this was a really ugly game to watch because mm-hmm. both teams were kind of trying to give it to the other team ex- through penalties especially. But yeah. the Giants, it, I think the Giants got in their own way really badly against Washington. They had nine or ten penalties and they all came at really bad moments we had our center get ejected yeah the first the first guy to get ejected under the new rule that's exciting good job good job Giants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep yep it it was the game everyone expected it to happen too they're like oh yeah norman it's gonna be norman or odell Odell, and it was our center of all people (laughs) and he was and it was because he smacked norman down on a uh, catch with beckham yeah Fox wouldn't show what the the first penalty he got was. They wouldn't show the replay for whatever got him his first unsportsmanlike conduct. But the second one, just oh okay, so he put an unnecessarily block an unnecessary block on Norman, and then mm-hmm. kind of clearly said something to him as he walked by him. So, he, it, Weston, you're a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know I know it's got to be hard as a Giants fan when the opposing team's punter is dropping dimes on your team. <laughs> yeah. Tressway had a pretty impressive throw on that. He like, did. He it, did. It was a good throw, yards. but it, it lofted up, and that defender had no excuse. He could have totally defended that, and he didn't do it. And they, they should have been prepared, I guess, for the punt because Washington was behind at that point, and they were trying to get back. Washington was clearly more desperate for a win than the Giants then, were because yep. the Giants were 2-0. Yep. It was in MetLife. I think the Giants were a little bit comfortable. The defense came back down to earth. The defense that was good in the first two games looked pretty terrible against the Skins. Mm-hmm. And the offense the offense is fine except for off- offensive line. If we had an offensive line, our offense would be really good. But because Eli is, like, scared that he can't hold the ball for more than a second and a half, yeah. we, we can't really get the ball to the receivers the same way we probably would normally. Well, Eli had two fumbles on the day, which tells you a little bit about that. He, like two he interceptions? Was able... He didn't well, – he... two interceptions or fumbles? No, he, I, he fumbled I... it twice. You didn't lose the ball on either. Oh, yeah, we didn't, the ball we didn't was lose knocked the ball. Lose. That's right. I only uh, remember seeing one of those for some reason. The, uh, the other thing is that, you know, if you're talking about protection – I hate to have to talk about this because I I love Shane Vereen, but he might be out for the season. And, yeah, uh, and that triceps. sucks. Yeah. So is the NFC East the strongest division so far this year? It seems like they have a, like a somewhat legitimate claim to that. I mean, I mean, uh, at least in, for the early season. They, let's see, yeah. The Eagles are good. The yeah. Eagles are good. The, the Giants are, good. are at least better than they were last year. The Cowboys are functional enough. They might be good. And the Redskins and came. I mean, the Redskins came in the favorite, and they're still like. I mean, I wouldn't say they're horrible. They got. They no. they look pretty bad against. They're not the like Browns or Jacksonville levels. They're, they're definitely like more yeah. competent. I was going to say. I still think they can compete for the division for sure. Right. Uh, I don't. I I don't really see much hope for that but I, I don't think there's any reason to count them out so yeah no i think the nfc east is very surprisingly strong this year yeah i would say it's either they the nfc east or the afc west excluding mm-hmm. the chargers but like i mean i mean even they aren't looking t- that bad yeah. yeah yeah i think our listeners would be remiss if we didn't mention the whole uh, fight. yeah whatever man it, this is i i was thinking about this last night and Beckham has kind of reached that point in the diva wide receivers career trajectory where everybody has officially turned on him and the media has decided to make this as much of a story as possible. Mm -hmm. So every single time something negative happens for the team, they go to a reaction shot of Beckham just to see what's happening. And they were pushing it really hard during that game. So what, even though, sorry, Like what was he freak? I mean, I I was flip. It's a one o'clock game, so there's so much going on. So I got to flip around some. Like he had a pretty, like statistically a pretty good game. What was he flipping out about with the net? Like, Basically, he had a really good catch down on like I don't know the two. It put us in, or maybe it wasn't the two, but it they put him in. We were in position to score, and then Eli threw his first dumb pick across the middle because Will Ty kind of stopped on his route, and Eli mm-hmm. threw it towards the middle, expecting him to cut. Ty didn't, and the Redskins receiver cornerback just picked it off easily. And I think it killed the drive. It killed Beckham's, at that point, best catch, best drive of the game. And I think he was just frustrated that it was a wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it wasted like his really good catch like a couple plays before. And this, so he was just frustrated. He, he has, he's got the, like, the Des Bryant problem where he shows his emotions 
on the sideline. Which, which and isn't a problem. If you remember Des Bryant's career at the very beginning, he was also labeled a giant crybaby yep. because he showed passion on the sidelines when things were going wrong during a bad loss. So everybody automatically labeled him as a giant baby. And now at this point, Bryant's been in the league long enough. The hype has kind of cooled off on Bryant because we just kind of accept the fact that he's real good. And we just also kind of accept the fact that that's just who he is mm-hmm. on the sidelines. He's the kind of guy who yells. He's the kind of guy who gets pumped up. He's the kind of guy who expresses his emotions. And that's who Beckham is. But because he got so popular so fast and then had a game where he actually did act like a complete baby last year, yeah, the tide yeah. has completely turned. It is the media story. Basically, now he's just going to have to deal with the hate maybe cool his own emotions for a little bit to try and take the heat off him. But I think in next season or a couple seasons from now, once Beckham is an established presence, we're not going to give a shit that he... And he has to deal with getting hit on by Lena Dunham. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, God. This is the fucking stupidest story in the world. Yeah, Beckham will be fine as soon as the media finds someone else to focus on for the yeah. moment. Right now, yeah. he's got all the spotlight. Well, on that's the thing. The media, the, the media, like wants him to fight with Josh Norman. Like they spent they, the whole they week. were totally baiting it. Yeah. the entire yeah. time. Right, no, yeah. we have for the weeks coming in. They're like, why is Norman not going to be covering this guy the entire game? We want blood. Yeah. And then, like you know, when every he's... single replay after every single offensive snap that was just kind of sort of relevant they would cut to like here's what happened between josh norman and odell beckham on this play it's like they weren't even involved in the play the play was like a run to the right side (laughs) and they're over here on the left side kind of looking at each other like stop stop trying to make this a big thing but because of last year it's going to be that until it gets over i think it'll be better when these two when these two players i mean they're going to play two times a year and this first game was pretty bad if nothing happens in the next game maybe the media will be like okay maybe we should find something else but who knows we should move on mm. oakland beating tennessee we should still buy by... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily yeah the giants and skins don't play again until week 17 so there's a while there's a while for stuff to, to other yeah, things yeah. to emerge i guess yeah I... oakland maybe maybe we should pump the brakes on them a little bit because i thought yeah. they were going to blow Tennessee up yep. and they didn't. And they Tennessee didn't. actually had a chance to tie it up right at the end and Tennessee it up, but Marcus Mariota whatever. had an okay game. Well, that seems yeah. to be like the Titans MO now. They do nothing for like 3 quarters and then kind of turn it on at the end. Yeah, but only kind of. They never yeah, they never they never of. fully turn it on, which is Well, they uh, they beat the, they did do that. They beat the Lions, but that's a Detroit. That's I, yeah, that's against, fair. That's against, true. Against like that's probably true. like 25 teams in the league, it's not going to work, but against against the, like the Lions of the NFL it's going to work. Yeah. Tennessee's got to play the Browns. It'll work against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we might I, I, Seattle, Seattle thirty-seven, oof. San Francisco eighteen, and the game was never that close. No, no. Hey, remember last week when I was? Remember like, last week when you s- called Blaine Gabbert an okay quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I, <laughs> I, I had to stop you then, and uh-huh. even now it looks even funnier because Blaine does. Gabbert is terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty bad game. It's a pretty bad he game. He is terrible. 14 for 25 for 119 yards the very and interception. The very first play, the very first offensive snap for the 49ers in the game, Blaine Gabbert had the ball, turned to hand it off, and there was nobody there. <laughs> and then panicked and then scrambled for like two yards. I think that was the 49ers offense in a nutshell for that entire game and Blaine Gabbert in a nutshell. So how long how long do we uh, feel like it's going to be until Kaepernick gets in? Oh, well, Chip Chip said when he's healthy. 
mm-hmm. which I, I that sounded kind of like a non-answer to me. Wait, like, when, wait who's I, I don't feel like an, I didn't even realize yeah. he had an injury. Well, I think he was recovering from that injury or the surgery or whatever he ha- had over the season. Oh, okay. I like I said, I thought Chip Kelly said like as soon as Kaepernick's healthy, but he's not healthy yet. That's why he's number two. It sounded to me like he was sort of not answering the question. Yeah. Like, why, why haven't I put Cap in? Oh, because he's not healthy. That's maybe he doesn't want to put Cap in because I think Cap's probably healthy at this point. And really, there's no reason to keep Gabbard in. Gabbard, we've seen peak Gabbard. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool to see peak Gabbard, but. <laughs> you know, I, I guess if you really like mediocre football, but. <laughs> and I sure do. I'm a Bears fan. You got to remember, mediocre football is my lifeblood. I think the only other important takeaway from that game is maybe Wilson is hurt now. Yeah, they're saying he's probably going to play against the 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 Jets next week. Um, and he drank his recovery water, so his knee will be fine. Yeah, he had that really ugly. It was ruled as like a horse collar. No, it may not have technically been, but his knee. It got, wasn't. His, his knee got rolled like really bad on that play. And every time they showed him on the sidelines, his knee was bandaged up even more. At first, they were kind of like working and talking about his ankle, and then mm-hmm. they came back and they were showing a brace. And then towards the end of the game, he had the brace and like a massive <laughs> ace bandage wrapped around it, so they had like an entire other knee on his knee. So it's. Well, it was it was a sprained MCL, right? So they were. I, I'm sure they were trying to be really careful about it that it wasn't like any kind of tear. So yep. that, that makes sense, but they're they're saying he's going to be okay to play next week. Let's get on to what I thought was probably one of the funnier games. Yeah, this the Rams and the Rams Buccaneers. Bucks. Let's go. So first off, we got to add two missed kicks to the Robert Aguirre yep. kick counter. <laughs> Oh, uh, and I you can in some ways sort of directly blame him for the loss. Not entirely, but you can kind of blame him because those are the uh buck the Bucks lost by five. Yep. So if the Bucks make those two kicks, the extra point and the field goal, they're only down by one mm-hmm. and they don't have to get into the end zone on that final two minute drive. And they probably they win kick. that game. Yes. But because he couldn't make the kicks they had to go for a touchdown, and that gave us Jameis Winston being a complete and total idiot yeah, on the final oh play my of the God, game. Yeah, oh, my God, that drive. Was, that whole drive was... It was the dumbest was, play. The drive was fine. Uh, well, they didn't uh, use the timeouts. That's the, the thing. The time is, management was the biggest problem Right, there. the time management on the drive is what I was I was floored by. It's call a timeout literally any time. You got to at least use one of them, yeah. especially when they got one of the big gains downfield and then they all wandered downfield. Yeah, no, he yeah, wasted 30 seconds there. But Jameis's brain fart on the final play was hysterical. <laughs> Rams covered it up. He had he flushed from the pocket. He has an entire wide field in front of him and he just kind of slowly wanders. I'm like, you got to throw the ball, Jameis, because I could see him wandering towards the line of scrimmage, and he sort of crossed the line of scrimmage, and you could see he was still looking to throw. I'm like, even if he makes this, it's not going to count. It's not going to count. And then he just got sacked anyway. (laughs) That was the best play this entire offseason. I feel so bad for the Buccaneers fans who have managed to stay through the entire, like, hour rain or lightning delay yeah Stay yeah there, watch the team march down the field and then lose like in the dumbest fashion possible something right yeah 
Yeah, I, I completely missed the end because, like, Sunday night football had already started. I knew that it was starting back up at, like, 8.30 Eastern, and then I just forgot to switch back. I, I, I was watching that game, and I'm just like, oh, man, the Buccaneers fans who stayed are going to get a treat. And then right. that final play happened, and I'm just like, all oh, those poor people are so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the Rams are in first. Hey! Sam, hey, your I'm pick for the division somehow looks right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it won't last, no, but take won't. your glory while it can. Yeah, yeah. So Indianapolis finally won their first game yep, of yep. the season, and San Diego blew it again <laughs> in the final minutes. San Diego's got some problems. Yeah, yeah, but so do the Colts. I This yes. this will be a, a game that people can point to as being like, oh, you know, we won a game. Maybe Andrew Luck is, is kind of okay, but uh, – I, I still I, I really think that something is is wrong with Andrew Luck. I, I, I the Colts know. there's definitely something wrong there. It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but it feels yeah. like they're rotting from the inside in some way. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton had a great game, um, <laughs> so that's good. Frank Gore did okay. I yeah, guess T.Y. Hilton on that go ahead touchdown where he broke like two tackles. Yeah, was pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. that was pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the Colts play the Jaguars this week, and they, I guess I guess it counts as a home game, you know, for the, for the <laughs> wink, wink. I mean, technically, the Jaguars are the home team in the game, which because they have to give up like one of their like actual in Jacksonville home games to be like mm-hmm. the London team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I wonder, like, I wonder if London has any sympathy for them because with all the speculation that that it's going to be like their team at some point for the Jags. Probably. I doubt not, it. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I have no idea. Because all those the, games the are just are like a win. like a motley assemblage of jerseys, like the, any of the crowd shots in the London games. It's yeah. just like every every the most dappled mix of like NFL jerseys that there can be. They they really must Pretty give much. them out at the at the door. Either either that or I just think it. No, I I just think it's like anyone in London who has like any interest in the NFL shows up. Any interest? That's pretty much what it is. Everyone kind of in Europe. I think just some of the people from like the mainland in Europe and. They just all kind of make a pilgrimage because it's like one or two games a year mm-hmm. where they have an ch- opportunity a to see American thing. football at a sure. reasonable time, which I already mentioned last week was they, they can't <laughs> watch our primetime games because they're on at one o'clock in the morning. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I think it's just, I don't think there's any fan base. I think they're just a bunch of people who like the sport making a pilgrimage every year to see the games. Mm-hmm. And there might be more Jaguars fans because the Jaguars have played in London probably more than anyone else. The Jaguars and Dolphins, I think, have the No, most. I, I feel like the more you see Jacksonville, the less inclined you are <laughs> going to be to like them. So, <laughs> fair. They're starting to pick up on the fact that, eh, maybe this isn't a team that we should be following. Mm-hmm. Now we have... Please. This was... Oh, God. This was Sam being right. I was right about the Colts winning. Sam is right about Kansas City winning. Yeah. But this was... This wasn't Kansas City grinding out no, a win. This no, no, this Ryan was Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> literally picking six. Oh man, the Fitz the Fitz magic is 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 has run out. It's oh god. <laughs> we all knew this would happen. I, I did. This you, is did what you happens kn- with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you Fitzpatrick. know that Ryan he plays Fitzpatrick really well? S- six interceptions. No, but <laughs> if somebody asked me before the season, which quarterback do you think has the opportunity to, to melt down with six picks? Sure. Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been very high on that. That's list. that's that's definitely fair enough. Wow, that was that was bad. And he he couldn't even muster a touchdown out of it in in garbage time. No, like he, in garbage time, he threw more picks. Yeah. 
there was there was a play where it was I think it was his fourth or his fifth pick of the game. Uh, one of his offensive linemen on the field of play. I don't know if he lost his helmet or if his helmet got knocked off. Was just like I'm I'm done. He was just like walking yeah. towards the sideline while uh the pick was happening and while the the Chiefs defender was running into the end zone. He was just like I'm out. I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. And I can't blame you. Nope. For that. Oh, the Jets. Mm. They, they, they had all the momentum after beating the Bills. But this is what happens with Ryan Fitzpatrick. What, he plays well when he's not the designated starter and he's kind of fighting for a job. Yeah. And then as soon as they pay him, he turns into a pumpkin. You know, you'd think, you'd think with that Harvard education, he could uh, read the fields a little bit better. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to get one in there. You had to get one. I don't know if anyone's ever made that joke. No, before. no. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, uh, used to play basketball. That's the other one. Yeah, that's that's pretty player. bad. Yep. So we might as well get to Ape's disappointment for the weekend. Yeah, buddy. Sorry. Philadelphia's for real. Yeah, and. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Sorry. I'm looking at Twitter, and Mike Tomlin's having his press conference now, and he's he's definitely. I mean, there's there's really no way you cannot own a like a thirty point plus loss, but he's like, we got our butts kicked. It's how you respond, guys. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is the coolest coach. In the I NFL. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Bruce Bruce Arians was challenging for him for a while, then he said a bunch of dumb shit at the end of last season. So glad yeah. I'm glad I'm glad the Steelers have held on to cool the. The right cool. coolest coach. So cool yeah. coach. Yeah. Uh, it, but, uh, Philly, Philly's legit. Yeah. yeah, the Wentz the Wentz wagon got us good. I mean, their defense is really impressive. I mean, yeah, that's, the that's thing. true. You, want, you you if you if you wanted to be cheap to Wentz, you could be like, well, that defense is so good, it doesn't matter. But Wentz is actually also legitimately good. That's why the Eagles are probably pretty scary right now. Yep. The Eagles are definitely frightening because after the first two weeks where they beat the Browns and the Bears, everyone was like, eh, they're the Browns and the Bears. Let's see what they do against the real team. And then they went mm-hmm. up against the Steelers, who maybe were a little overrated, but still the Steelers are much better competition than the Browns and the Bears. Yeah, the, one, yes. the one thing I will say about Wentz and like the defense, it's like the Steelers get like the Steelers defense, people who don't watch them closely are like, it's the Steelers defense. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get after you, but their pass rush is terrible. Yes. Like they, they the Steelers really. defense hasn't been the good part of that team for several years now. It's right. been the offense. So when people see like part. people see like oh Wentz carved up the Steelers, like he still he still hasn't really faced like a really good pressure defense yet. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock him because he's still yeah. making good throws, but like he needs to if he go like I, I I would like to see him against like Minnesota or like Denver or just yeah, you know, one of those sort of like top flight pressure defenses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good for the Eagles. Uh Steelers will probably be okay. I like that Sproles had a good game. I, I always love watching. And did you see that he had a great uh, touchdown uh, catch and run where he just broke yeah. a whole bunch of tackles and shook like eight people out their shoes. And that was really cool to watch because, you know, it's Darren Sproles being Darren Sproles. Yeah, against the Steelers. Tiny, look, Tiny Darren's had a better career than I think a lot of people. He like He's been really good for like more than a decade now. Like, yeah. Back to like yeah. San Diego and then New Orleans. Yeah. That, I, yeah, he's had he's had a good time. Yep. Yeah. Like he's he's good like for statistically, him. statistically it's probably not impressive enough for him to get like Hall of Fame candidacy. Not that it really matters cuz whatever, but still like he's he's still been like a really good player for like at least a decade. Mm-hmm. He could definitely look back on his career and be like I was okay. I was I I had a good career. Yeah. This was a good run. And he's probably still got a few years left in him at least. Mm-hmm. Sam, let's get to your disappointments. Let's. let's. 
I guess this, I don't even know how much there is to say about this game because this was pretty much expected the result mm -hmm. of Dallas beating them and the Bears are probably the most boring team in the league they right They really now. are. God, who wants to watch Brian Hoyer play? Brian Hoyer and a team, there's no stars. There's no, no names on that team at all no, except Alshon for maybe Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey that's, is the one that's, star. That's he it. deserves so much better. This is what happens when you get ri when you can't pay all of your good players. It started with Brandon Marshall. Uh, you know, two years ago, and it, it's, what what is left? What the hell is left? They don't even have Forte anymore. They don't have Forte. And probably gone. Yeah, it's the 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 Bears are so dull. It is so they are so boring, and they had two primetime games. I think I think the world yeah, needs the, Cuddy to the Jets to happen. So oh god, <laughs> the, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I would, I would oh, love that. That would actually. be so good. So unfortunately, yeah, you have, you have, to, you have, to, you have, to, you, we have to sacrifice. The Bears have to have a terrible year this year, just so Cutler yep. and the Jets can happen. Yep, yep. I was. Surprised. I hope that happens. I don't know if the Jets have the cap room. We'll have the cap room to pay for Cutler. That's the only problem. I mean, if they had, if they I had, want that to if happen. They had twelve million to give Fitzpatrick this year. <laughs> Cutler might end up on the Browns. Uh, th yeah, there, there's promise there, too. I could live with that. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys were watching this game, it was really interesting how insistent both Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were, uh, no matter how out of hand the game was. They wanted to convince everyone watching that, man, the Bears are just a couple plays for being from being back in it. And when they had that fourth quarter score, they were like, eh, yeah, the Bears have made this a game. And I was like, no, in what universe have the Bears made this a game? It's not. Uh, well, Mike, Mike, did you just Mike, did you see that SB Nation thing where they uh, Michaels at one point was like singing the like the Oh Sunday Night? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, and I wanted to I wanted to just and I wanted everything to end right then because the Oh Sunday Night is terrible to start and and no one needs to hear Al Michaels do that in the middle of a Bears Cowboys game. Like that is that is darkest timeline right there. Jesus Christ. I don't Christ. understand I don't understand why why like football broadcasts are like primetime ones need a song. <laughs> like I understand like there's like an interest in presentation, but like I guess it was like the Monday night football like Hank Williams thing has made it like <sighs> a thing that football broadcasts need to have now. Like but they must... don't. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't need them. <laughs> like you can entirely scrap like this. I get Monday Night Football doesn't even really have one anymore. They just have no. that like weird red carpet thing now, which is like weird in its own right. It's just like it's not. This isn't like I know you want to like market the players as stars, but it's just like it's it's just like a weird vibe for a beginning of a football game. Yeah, here's a bunch of players like showing up to a red carpet. I don't like the new uh, song. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's it's terrible, and the intro with. Underwood just kind of like sort of awkwardly walking and looking at the camera is just terrible. And like high-fiving players or yeah. something. Yeah, oh, it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Brought to you by let's, NFL let's... Mobile, brought to you by Verizon too. <laughs> you know, like, fuck all of it, dude. It's pathetic. What about... Did either of you watch the game yes. last night, or were you watching the debate? Uh, well, I, 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 I was watched watching mostly of the game. I, 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 yeah, I, I would say more game than debate, though. I was my for some reason my cable was it's like my cable wanted me to watch the debate because ESPN kept freezing on me for some reason. <laughs> Directv wants me to know about the issues, so for some reason. <laughs> well, if you want to know about the issues, the debate. I'm I'm sorry, the debate was probably not helpful. No, um, not at all. That's pretty much the reason why I didn't watch yeah, the debate. I'm just not. Yeah, helpful. it's. 
I don't I don't feel like being angry. I'll just watch a game between two teams I don't really have any sort of feelings towards sure. and hope it's good. And the game ended up being pretty good. Yeah, yeah. A lot, I, a lot I, of points at least, yeah. I like yeah. that um, Atlanta's running back by committee thing is actually kind of working because I like both Freeman and Coleman. I I have I have high hopes for for both of them this season. I like watching Drew Brees stumble. Yeah, yeah. I, there's something satisfying about watching Drew Brees because all they do is talk about how great he is because he's obviously great. But and then he, didn't he throws have a, a bad, bad pick game. right after they yeah. start praising him. Yeah. He didn't have a bad game uh, front to back either. He well he no he had a good game. He threw he threw 54 passes. Which is insane. He had 54 attempted passes, which is a lot. I mean, the Falcons' defense wasn't exactly doing a great job of covering. No, so. no, that's that's fair. But if we're going to talk about defenses, you're going to have to talk about the Saints' defense, too, and how they allowed Matty Ice to put up 45. It's a good game. A lot of points, mm-hmm. if you like points. Tevin Coleman had three uh, red zone touchdowns. Good for him. The Saints had a good, like, bungled punt return that ended up being a fumble. Yep. <laughs> they ran into each other. Matt, oh, did you see that Matt Ryan thing where, uh, where like the, the where he was like, you know, he was like squaring up to make a block and then just dove out of the way? Yeah. No, I didn't. I <laughs> he he that, like, sort of like fell backwards. Yeah. No. He, like it was like a sweep or something with the Falcons, and there was a defensive end coming around the side, and Matt Ryan ran up to him like he was going to block him, and then just he. Had a very big yeah. career decision moment. Where he, <laughs> just like, he just like fell over to the side instead. Yeah, <laughs> that was, was pretty a great good decision. That's all the all the games from last week. Mm-hmm. Now that we're done recapping, let's go through the games for next week and see what what everything is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's look at this. So the Thursday game, which I am watching with Old School Zero at the bar nice, nice. on Thursday, is Bengals. Dolphins. If you, this is a harder pick than it really has any right to be. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm going out on a limb and taking. You're, the Dolphins. You're doing I'm it. Do it. I'm going to take. You're the taking Dolphins. the Dolphins. I'm not confident in it, but I'm. I'm just going to take the Dolphins. Bengals. Sure. I think this is a this is a good comeback game for the Bengals to get them back on track, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go natty at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colts Jaguars in London. <laughs> so so you, what you think uh you think the Jaguars This was a hard game advantage? to call. Yeah, I see I think the Colts are just, are, are going to do it. I don't see the Colts losing to the the Jags. But the Jags are at home. Yeah, yeah at home in London. <laughs> no, Colts are probably going to win that yeah, game. Colts. I'm actually going to go with a hunch and take Jacksonville. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. All right. I'll be. I mean, I'm not going to be on here next week to to like to apologize about how I'm wrong. So but I might if, as well if be you're there. right, we'll give you a credit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So Titans at Texans. Titans. I, Titans. Yeah, really. Listen. I. What do the Texans have? We joke about the Texans not being a team, and and they kind of actually aren't. Their defense isn't good anymore. Somehow their D line doesn't look good somehow. And not that the Titans are a team either, but they have, I think they have more skill on their team than the Texans. Game, it is. It I is. I think I the, Titans. the Titans, especially because the Texans are at home. If the Titans yeah, are at home, I might, I might go with you, but I'm going to take fair. the Texans That's here. fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to go Houston. After getting embarrassed like that, they're going to be fired up and it's at home. Sure. Especially sure. on an afternoon game where they won't have much of a chance to melt down. <laughs> Browns at Redskins. I obviously I'm gonna pick the Redskins Skins. here. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll, oh, this could this could have been a very dramatic RG3's return game. Oh. It could have been. Oh. It could have been. And if it was, it would have been a, a harder pick to make. Right? Yeah. Imagine how cool it would be for, like, Terrell Pryor and RG3. Ah! Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't it, even is, like... It said, is, is it still Cody Kessler, or is it... I'm so sad. I'm so know. I'm so mad that Charlie Whitehurst didn't get into the game last. Yeah, week. clipboard Jesus. Unfortunately, I mean that does that sort of like violates the rule of law of clipboard Jesus. He has to sort of be on the sideline. But... Yeah, yeah. He's he can't be a clipboard Jesus if he has a uh, football in his hands, right? So <laughs> it's one of those metaphysical questions. Seahawks at the Jets. I mean, Seahawks, right? Even even, no, even I, Russell Wilson doesn't play. I don't know. I if don't Russell know. Yeah, Wilson is hurt, like, I'm going to pick the Jets. The Seahawks, yeah, Wilson... the Seahawks line is garbage, and the Jets have a really good front front seven. Oh. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't feel super great about picking the Jets, but I, 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 I'll actually go, yeah, New York. Okay. Okay. I, I, Fitzpatrick against the Seahawks defense isn't going to be good, but if Russell Wilson's hurt, that if Russell Wilson is hurt – I'm picking the Jets. Okay. If Russell Wilson ends up okay, I, I'm picking the Seahawks. So that pick, I guess I can't make exactly right now. That'll depend. But you'll know going into the game, if Russell Wilson's hurt, I'm going with the Jets. Okay. Bills at Patriots. Patriots, right. We already went yeah. over this. We, we, it's going to be the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Bills, pretty. Bills are toast. Panthers at Falcons. So the Falcons handed the Panthers their only loss last year, right? And the Falcons have looked better than they were last year, and the Panthers have looked pretty suspect yeah i'm i'm still taking the panthers but i wouldn't be surprised if the falcons pull an upset i'm i feel the same way yeah this one's kind of hard but i'll I'll stay carolina most i think the panthers are probably frustrated after last week and they're going to unload on the falcons defense which is not very good and the falcons are going to be going up a better defense in the panthers than they were (laughs) against the yeah yeah so yeah i think the panthers are set up to win this game Raiders at Ravens. I think the Raiders are going to hand the Ravens their first loss. I, I, I think so, too. I'm hoping it's in convincing fashion. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game that isn't really fun to watch, but mm-hmm. I think the Raiders are going to win. I'll, I'll say Baltimore just because it's in Baltimore. It's a, This is a pretty hard game to pick, but yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You got some good matchups this week. Yeah, there, there are, actually. Lions at Bears. That's not one of them. <laughs> this is a good matchup in terms of uh, both teams are bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a close game, probably. I think the Lions are going to so win. Do, so do I. I don't think I've picked for the Bears once this season, and I don't. I have no faith in the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Brian Hoyer, baby. <laughs> Hoyer country. I lo- I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still getting mileage out of that sign. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here is... Uh, Here's going to be a blowout. Broncos at Buccaneers. Yep, yep. What do you think, Sam? Oh, oh I, I think I think <laughs> passes for 600 yards and eight touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be ugly. It, it, it's not going to yeah. be good. It isn't going to have that good of a game, but I, it's it's not going to be a, a fun for Buccaneers <laughs> fans out there. Rams at Cardinals. So this is this is now an interesting game. This is now game. an interesting game. I I, I still Jeff, think Jeff Fisher has to get back to 500 so I got to go Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would, it would it just wouldn't be right if if Jeff Fisher, you know, wasn't at 500 all of the time. I'm I'm and, taking And it'd the be card. really weird if he like gets to 3 and 1 after like that week after they just looked like the worst team in the world and yes. won against like the Niners. Yeah. 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 Can't, yeah. I can't it's the Cardinals. The... It's the Cardinals definitely cuz they're in Arizona. Yep. Yep. It's, it's going to be a Cardinals win there. Yep. So Saints at Chargers. Yeah, that's like on par with like Lions, like Bears. Bears. Yeah, <laughs> well, more points will be scored in this game. 
because I am picking the Chargers. You are okay. I'm picking the Chargers. I mostly because they're at home. Okay, and I the Saints defense is shit, and Philip Rivers is pretty good. Yeah, it's on a short week too for the Saints. Uh, mm. No, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll pick New Orleans. I was gonna. I'm I'm, I'm picking New Orleans too because I think I don't know. I think they're gonna be playing ang- angry as well. I think. I think that if you're these teams are very similar, right? At least this year, pass happy, you know, no defense to speak of. But you know, if you're if if you're gonna throw almost sixty passes in a game, some of them are gonna lead to touchdowns, especially if you're facing a shit defense. I think the Saints can do that better than the Chargers can. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm gonna ride solo. I'm gonna stick with the Chargers here. Cowboys at 49ers. I'm taking the boys. I I hate it, but I'm taking the boys. Yeah, I gotta stick. Yeah. With, I gotta stick with Dallas. Yeah, I I don't know. I I want to pick the 49ers just to be different, so that we have something to talk about next week. Yeah, I pick it's, I pick footage from all the NFC Championship games from the 90s that will be shown. <laughs> Aikman, Steve Young. Oh God. Oh, it'll be awful. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I think the 49ers. Obviously, they're terrible in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they've played at least good defense against the other two teams that they've played. Yep. Relatively. I mean, Carolina blew them out, but for a while they were actually in that game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Gabbert, Cowboys defense isn't exactly very imposing. No. And so I think the 49ers definitely have a chance to win this. If it's at home, the 49ers seem to play good defense at home and terrible defense away. I, I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm just going to go with sure. that. Sure. I, maybe because I, I want that to happen more than I think it's going to. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. I'm picking with your heart. I like it. So here's here's a good matchup. Chiefs at Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking – personally, I think the Steelers are, are going to win this one. They're going to be playing angry – and they get Le'Veon Bell back too, which helps. Yeah, I mean, D'Angelo has been playing. D'Angelo has plays well. Played uh, has played well. Uh, Le'Veon adds a, like a little bit more in the passing game than people realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Yep. And then here, I think everyone is going to be in agreement: Giants and Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Giants' weakness on offense is their offensive line, and the Vikings uh, appear to have a pretty good Cam one. Yeah. Eight times. So the Vikings are going to, especially in Minnesota, the Vikings are going to smother the Giants. It's going to be an embarrassment. I'm going to be blackout drunk by the first. It's quarter. just not the thing is it's if you put these teams on on paper in terms of like skill level, I don't think the Vikings are that much better of a team than the Giants are. Especially top since to their offense is problematic. Right. But right. I think the matchup, the matchup is, is just very terrible. much in the Vikings' favor. Yeah. In in the imposing confines of carrying the guy through the restaurant stadium. D- <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's oh, just man. the thing they're building in new stadiums now. Yeah, that weird like that weird like VIP player entrance thing. Yeah. It's definitely like a thing in Dallas and now Jeez. It'll be interesting. I guess the Falcons are the next team that has like a new stadium coming on. Yep, the Goatsy Stadium. Yep, the Goatsy Stadium with with Rumble Pack technology in the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that really a it thing? It is. It is a real thing. I missed that in the seats. They 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 for big hits. They're gonna make the seats rumble. They put N sixty four Rumble Packs in in the seats in the stadium. Oh my gosh! I will say when okay. I go to Atlanta and I see the stadium, the stadium looks pretty pretty dope. Oh, it's gonna be great! Yeah. I still can't wait for the aerial shots because yep. I am just yep. gonna Photoshop Goatsy the Goatsy hands yep. on all of them. But yeah, that's that's week four. Mm-hmm. We had a terrible week three. Me and Sam picking yeah, games. Yeah, no, it didn't go that well. And this one is full of pretty 
pretty decent matchups. Yeah. So, and I think we went against each other a little bit more this week than we did last yep. week. So, I think I think this will be fun. Well, last um, week we pretty much picked picked the line most of the time. Yeah. So it wasn't just I think, us. I right? think most of the NFL world was probably just as wrong yeah. as we were last yeah. week. Though, should we start picking like after the Saints and Falcons had their like midfield like prayer circle after the anthem? Mm-hmm. Is there is there a way to start like picking like where teams are going to start going with their with these new like political gestures? There has to oh, be. God. <laughs> it's, oh God! It, <laughs> it's just like they they're changing now every week. Did you see that uh, high school team that Kaepernick talked to? They all laid down with their hands in mm-hmm. the air. Wait, they, wait! They all laid on their back and like had hands. They all laid on their backs with their hands in the yep. air okay. before the game. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be We need to have like we need a team to make ones. like a human pyramid for something. That's yes. Like, the next step. <laughs> for Viagra awareness or something. Do we think Russell Wilson's ever going to knee? No. Oh, never. No. Never. No. He's too afraid of losing his brand. Yeah. They they asked him about it this week and I he gave that Russell Wilson type answer. Where he, he kind of didn't he's answer. supporting the fact I like that I like can... human. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> All human matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got all we got the recaps done mm-hmm. and we got the predictions got the done and we got the picks. So thank you for joining us, Christmas Ape. We'll let you uh we've hit the end of the show. Um Christmas Ape, just let us know how we can follow you, that sort of thing. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at just at Xmas Ape, no punctuation or anything. And uh, I'm at various outlets, including Sports on Earth, Vice Sports, Yard Barker, and The Comeback. Uh, but uh, you can a lot easier is just to follow me on Twitter, where I will eventually link those out throughout <laughs> the week. In between, lots lots of bad jokes. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. I'm also on on Yard Barker, so you can check me out there. Uh, also, I have a Twitch show, Twitch.tv/RobotsFightingDinosaurs. All right, and I'm Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the Dropplay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see how wrong we were next week. <laughs>